Now introducing the best podcast on the planet. This is Trash Talk. Here's your host, Alex Acosta. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Trash Talk. Glad to have you guys back. Glad to be here on another nice, fine Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night for whoever you are, wherever you are listening in. And today we have a very special guest, my very good friend. He came back. We were texting, so I had to bring him back. He wanted to be back, so we're back. You know him as Creatine Chris and on Instagram. I know him as my very good friend, Chris. Chris Pena, welcome back, man. How you doing? Oh, my God. Do you hear that? Everybody's just cheering. They are cheering. And panties are falling. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheering no, for you. Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad to be back, man. I, I love you, bro. You know, I, I love, I love I, you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna make out. The real question is, I have to ask you: Is um, who are those panties being thrown at? Hmm. You know, you said panties are being thrown. So, uh, oh, um, no, they're just being thrown. They're just being thrown. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're just being thrown in the air. Not at me. Not at me. Not at me. I'm not even looking at them. I don't even know what a panty is. I, I boxers and briefs. That's all I know. That's all I know. I don't know anything about uh, any panties being thrown yeah, my women, way. Women, what's a woman? I've just, all I see is men. I, I, am a, I am a loyal male. Now, if a male were to throw his briefs at me, it's okay. But That's if a funny. woman were to throw whatever they wear, it is not okay. That's horrible. I would kill oh. myself in the spot. I would too. Mm-hmm. How you been, man? How you doing? How's everything? Chill, man. I've I've been doing good, you know. I've been making a lot of progress in the gym. It's pretty good. Good for you. I've been going at it in college, you know. I have to. Finally, I'm in person, so I'm finally like learning. Yeah. You know, I got. I finally got my promotion at work too. So now I'm an, I'm actually a permanent sales supervisor now. So that's pretty good. Oh shit! Good for you, man. Yeah, you know. I, so I life, actually didn't know. Good for you. Yeah, my life is. It's hard, but it's it's good. <laughs> I thought for a second you were about to be like, my life sucks. <laughs> Dude, and, you know, I, I got all these good things going around. And, you know, I got this promotion. I'm back in the gym. My life is shit. Like, I don't know what my life is. is ass. Dude, every day I wake up and I hate it. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up wanting to kill myself. I want to put my head to a fucking wall, Alex. I fucking hate it. You think I want? You think I want to fucking work here, <laughs> dude? Dude, you don't understand. I hate. I. It's not that I hate my job. It's just that I. I hate having a job in the sense, dude. It's just so much responsibility, and not to put my management team on blast. But when you have grown adults beefing with each other, it it becomes a very a very hard environment to work in because you don't know who to talk to. You don't yeah. know who to when you need help and the thing is like now that i'm a supervisor i'm expected to know everything even though nobody's ever taught me anything so when something goes wrong i'm getting the blame yeah that's bullshit one thing we're supposed to do for example is keep a log of like our sales for throughout the day why doesn't the higher manager because there's two of us on the store always why doesn't the higher manager take care of that no they forget it oh i should have done it i'm like yo come on bro Dude, this is like my first job. It's my first job, bro. Get off my back. Yeah, that's bullshit. Dude, I don't like in real shit. 
I don't even know how I got the promotion. Like, I mean, that it just shows you that you're better than all of them. I mean, you got grown fucking grown adults arguing over what's a better price at. The, I was about to say a certain name of the store, but yeah. I won't say it. Yeah, dude, no, nah, dude, dude. There's no, there's no like worse feeling than like ordering around someone who's like older than you. Oh, I would fucking do it. It's such an awkward conversation to tell someone, "Hey, I've already been talking to you about doing this, and you're not doing it." I'm like, I feel like the conversation should be going the other way. You think it's weird? Yeah, I just I just think it's a little weird because I'm like, maybe it's just my childhood trauma, but I'm just I've always been big on that like, roles respecting the older people than you. Yeah. But like now that the roles are reversed, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. If I was in your position. Oh my God. <laughs> Knowing the power was in my hand. I beg, listen to me, you old fuck. If you don't do this, you can get your back ass on the train and get the fuck out. Yo, listen, this better be my last time telling you to fork them damn shirts. Now, listen, now, I don't want to have to come back here and put your ass on leave. You better get your ass ready and fold them damn shirts. You know? You need that daycare money for your kids, right? So do what I'm saying. I'm not calling anyone out specifically here. Let me say that. You need that daycare money for that ugly, uh, that ugly mutt you got in the back room, right? So how about you go over there? <laughs> how, about you, how about you go over there and fold some motherfucking clothes? And you got a problem with that? Go speak to the manager. It's me, motherfucker. It's me. Now get your old head and slap him. Get your ass back out there. Back him in the back of the head. Yeah. Push. <laughs> oh my god. Let oh. me tell you, if I was in your position, I'd fucking cause I would wreak havoc. If I was a if if I was a boss, oh shit. Dude, no, I I just there are times where I'm just like, I shouldn't do I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be doing this because like sometimes I just get the feeling of just like messing with someone just because they like did something that pissed me off. I'm just like, I'm, a, I'm about to make your life difficult. But then I'm like, wait, this is what they want me to do. I'm not going to scoop down to their level. They're bigger man than me. I would have been playing with fire over there. I'm like, you don't want to listen to me? Okay. Let's see when you'll be working again. I'd have them be working on Sundays, the night shift. Dude, I wouldn't play that shit, dude. I would not play that shit. That's what the, dude, that's what they have me doing. You know, you know how freaking hard it is to work at, from twelve to eight, and I don't even leave at eight because I have to make sure to close the store correctly. So I leave at like nine, nine thirty. Dude, that couldn't be you. me, dude. I'll tell you right now, that shit could not be me, dude. During Christmas, during Christmas times, I worked one day from twelve. No, from 8 a.m. to 12 a.m. Fuck that. I would have quit. I would have been like, you know what? Fuck you and this job. I'm out. No way, dude. Dude, I Did was, you get I'm paid not... overtime? Yeah. Like, Time I, and a half, I, right? I got paid the I got paid the Chris 2250. For how many hours? I I think it was the over. So let me see. Let me see. So I was originally only supposed to work from eight to four. Yeah. But then, so from four to 12, how many is that? Like eight? 
Yeah, I got like eight hours. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, eight hours of overtime. Let me do the, yeah. I want to do the math on that now. Let me catch, catch my check. Eight times 2250. Fuck, dude, that's $180. 180 times 0. 0.2. Let's say you get 20% taken off. 180 minus 36. 144. So that's two and a half days. That's pretty good. Listen, I made I made money, bro, but I'm telling you, I was I was in that break room. <laughs> Didn't was, you work the next day? What? No. Nah. Oh, okay, okay. Fuck that. I know my job where I work now, I work eight to six. And there ain't there isn't any you gotta stay later at six o'clock. We're all getting the fuck out. Yeah. And I run the cash register. So once I say I'm done, everyone's yeah. done. And uh, I tell them 5.45. No, 5. Yeah, 5.45. I tell them at 5.30 to come in to count the tips. At 5.40, I tell them to kind of like get ready to shut down. 5.55, I'm out of there. 6 o'clock, we're all out. I don't play that shit. Dude, I wish you were my boss because. Well, I then again, uh, I was about to get to this point where. Um, <laughs> if I was a boss, one time they came in, I, I show up every time I work five mm-hmm. minutes early, 7.55 AM, right? 7.55 AM, 7.50 AM, 7.58 AM. I'd never show up at 8 AM. One time these guys showed up at 8.05. I, I, I was getting ready to call the boss. I was like, yo, you know, these guys came these guys came uh, late. Swilling bells over here, man. They're not even doing their jobs, man. I was getting ready to fire these motherfuckers. I said it. I was I was ready to call HR and be like, listen, I'm here at 8 a.m. doing my job. It's 8.05. They're not here. I was ready to flip the dime, man. Dude, I do that too. I Every time I clock before, like I clock in, even though I live right there, I just like being early. Like I get, I get to my job 15 minutes early so I can just put my stuff down, go to the bathroom, and just like... Not have to like rush to clock in. Yeah, I also um, sit on my ass for ten hours and do absolutely nothing. Hmm. One time, like I dead ass fell asleep in the middle of my shift, and I woke up to like the lady like, "Hello, hello." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh, sorry." What you want? What you want? I was like, "What are you doing? You waking me up?" <laughs> I was like, "Get the fuck out of here now!" <laughs> All right, pay, 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 pay. at her. Come on. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Hurry, hurry, hurry up. Give me, give, give me a fucking ticket. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I, I get upset that she woke me up. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> nah, bro. I feel like there's definitely places like that, though. There's definitely places. Bro, are you surprised? At my old job, I walked in on this fucking dude. Like, you know how, like, drug addicts, like, lean forward? So I caught this dude mid-shift. And he's my boss, too. He's leaned over snoring out loud with his glasses half off his face. I walk in, he goes, uh, I'm going to need you to water the plants and I'm going to be right back. I was like, you motherfucker, bro. <laughs> he had it ready for you. He also turned out to be a pedophile, but that's, oh, wow. yeah, oh, yeah, Jesus. no, yeah. <laughs> Speaking on, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on that. We don't want to get this flags, but yeah. I don't know why that's so common. Pedophiles? Like, yeah. Like you like all these celebrities, not even celebrities, just online influencers. These like, guys get no pussy. 
So they got to. So they got to stoop down to the little girls. That's I think if you want to be a pedophile, you should get your fucking ass beat. Yeah. You're sick. You're a sick fuck. Like, see, that's one way to look at it. Or like they are sick and they need the mental help. But I feel like fuck that that's not even mental help. That's just them being fucking bums and they can't get any ass with older women. So they prey on the young. Right, we should have we should have like a like a a soundboard. A fucking boom should have gone off right there. No, fuck that. You think these motherfuckers have have any moral support? Nah, that's true. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. These oh rapists and fucking pedophiles. I mean, tell the dude. I feel like I mean I don't know if you advocate for the death sentence or not, but I feel like something should be done to like. I hear like in some prisons they like castrate them. So even when they go back out of jail, they won't. Well, yeah. I know only the death penalty is for murder charges. Dude, I'm not, I'm not saying put them to death. But I'm saying like this should be like. I mean, pedophiles and rapists go through hell in jail. Yeah, because you're think- not going to like you're not going to um, like a regular prison. You're like you're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? I think jail is worse than prison. I might be wrong. It might be the other way around. Dude, I don't. I just you know, know in, in one of them you get fucked up. That's all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the other one, it's like you're there for like tax fraud and tax <laughs> invasion and like fraud. So it's like you're dead ass there. Like you're dead and low key, just kind of chilling. I think um, for pedophiles, I think they get put into protective custody. Not protective custody, but they get put into like another part of the jail. They have from- to because the guys who going for like child molestation uh child like molestation i think it is and uh rape um the guys who are there for life mm-hmm. they don't care and oh. they would really like fucking kill them because they have nothing else to lose you know mm-hmm. so that's why I, they probably do get put in a different place because these guys are fucking sick dude for sick you, fucks yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, man. Let's let's talk about um. Let's talk about we talk. We're talking about it off air. So mm-hmm. you were talking about Joe Rogan. Yeah, that came up into conversation when we were oh. off air. Our off air conversations go crazy. <laughs> yeah, those, we can't. can't really but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But um, what? Give me your opinion and give me your thought on uh the Joe Rogan experience. Dude. Literally the Joe Rogan experience. I I feel like people pick and choose when to cancel someone and when to like say like, oh, that's messed up to say that's racist. Like, for example, like his recent controversy of him even like saying the end or even the joke he made about Philadelphia. Right? You, you yeah, yeah, he was like, me and my girlfriend, was it his girlfriend or his wife? I think it was like me and my girlfriend and my in my buddy oh it was him and him a buddy and his girlfriend he's like we go to philadelphia and we he this driver brings us to like the bad part of philly and he goes we went to see planet apes we were in planet of the apes i was like oh and now the thing is it's like it's because it's joe rogan everybody's gonna heavily scrutinize but you can't tell me that no one's ever made a joke like that to you in person like no one's ever said anything that level no so here's the thing where it's like Every, every, I'm not gonna say everyone because not us, 
Yeah. Not us. We're saints. No, yeah. And good Samaritan. But people out there have always said shit like that. You know, people have always said like, and, and but he said it in his apology. He mm-hmm. said, and he specifically stated, he said, um, I, I'm, I'm a comedian and I'm, I, I'm an entertainer. And in that form, I was just saying a joke. Now, when I first heard it, I knew right away, oh, like, like it, it's a joke. Like, I was in Planet of the Apes. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to see Planet of the Apes. I was in Planet of the Apes. It was a joke. You thought it was funny. At the time, 12, 13 years ago, you know, the movements going on now weren't yeah. as big nearly not big as they are now so saying that and getting away with it you can you couldn't get away with it and then everyone saw that clip of him saying uh we were in plenty apes he states that after he says that in the part that was cut out was um i end up telling you how much of a great time we had how fun it was and how exciting it was to be over there of course they're not going to put that part in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like I, I hear like, you know, the conspiracy It's because like Joe Rogan is a heavy like voice in the like, not in the, not the anti-vax world, but in the like, kind of like do your own research, kind of like know your own body world. So then like the media needs a way to put him down. One thing I don't agree with, like, is like The Rock, for example, saying he doesn't support him and his racist remarks. Well, did The Rock actually say he doesn't support him? I don't, I feel, I hear that The Rock is like against him. And everybody's turning their back on him. On the rock? Yeah. That's what I hear. I mean, that's what that's what the streets are saying. You know, my thing is when it comes to this type of stuff, there's like, you know what the problem is with with society today, especially being so involved with social media, was do you remember the time during COVID? Um when uh I think it was George Floyd was during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So when George Floyd passed away, um, we the Black Lives Matter movement was going, like it was worldwide, right? So there was a picture that basically everybody in the world was supposed to post, and it was just the blackout, and it was like hashtag like blackout, I think it was right. So if you don't post that, everyone's gonna think you're against you know, the African-American culture, you're against black people and you don't support it, which is entirely not true. So in a way, in a world where we live in a world where social media peer pressures you to have Mm -hmm. to fit into. And the thing is, then if you do post it, the like white supremacy group will be like, well, you're with them, motherfucker. And if you don't post it, then, you know, this other group is gonna be like, well, you're with them, motherfucker. And Mm -hmm. It's just like there's so much peer pressure in today's world for in social media, especially, and with social media being the number one platform of news now, it's just like someone's gonna take it and run with it. You know what I'm saying? So The Rock could be with him, he could not be with him. Maybe he didn't out say stay a statement out loud, so they're saying maybe The Rock is not with him, and then he did say a statement saying, "Oh, well, The Rock isn't isn't with him." You know, like. Dude, it's just bull. I don't know. It's like I like the point that you bring up that now it's like there's no like, oh, you say this. Okay, well, then I, I disagree with you, but that's fine. No, it's wow, you say this, so you're on that side and I'm on this side. Bro, it it's was right. Bro, yeah, it is. It's very, very black and white. You know what it was like? 
what it was when you know what was like that um when Trump was in office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have friends who were Trump supporters, and I have friends who were uh anti-Trump. You know, fuck mm-hmm. Trump. I love Trump. You know, that's how it was. And I think this was a very big part with Trump being in office, and this is why Biden did have to come in. Um, forget how good or how bad he's doing right now. You know. Just let's just put Biden aside for one sec. Mm-hmm. Going to Trump, it was just like if you supported him, you were a racist, you were like a white supremacist, like yeah, you, you, shit, bro. you were basically a piece of shit. If you didn't support him, um, you basically were like in one side, you were good, it was basically like you're a good individual in one eye, but you're a bad individual in, in someone else's eyes. If you supported him, you're a good individual in one someone's eyes. You're a bad individual in someone's eyes, and I don't like that. And I think you're a sheep. That's what everybody's saying. Oh, oh, you only believe what the media wants you to think. You're like you have no opinion. You know, if you truly believe in what everything the media says, you're fucking. You're kind of. You're kind of. You're kind of fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Because the media sells bad news, so you never know the full story of anything. They're going to they, sell bad news because bad news sells. They only tell you, you tell you what's going to like, what's going to get you. Like, they're not going to tell you like, oh, um, something bad happened, but this has happened afterwards. They're going to tell you like, oh, this horrible thing happened. And then just completely forget that other side because they know that's going to get you fired up. It's going to get you riled up. Exactly. Get you to read and watch. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why COVID was on for so long in the news. It was just COVID, 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 COVID. I remember. COVID. Dude, I hated and then it was, oh, um, George Floyd has passed away. And, uh, and truth, truthfully, rest in peace, George Floyd. And he got his justice and he got that guy got everything he deserved. And then the thing is, after George Floyd passed away, somebody else passed away. And then George Floyd, in a way, was just like kind of like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I feel oh, like thanks, you know, and that's just how the news is. The news rotates their stories until, and it, it does. It's not even until they stop. It's a circle. Mm-hmm. They don't fucking stop, and that's just how the, the news is bullshit. The news sells you bullshit. The news feeds you bullshit because there's always another story mm-hmm. to what's really going on. You know, it was like Biden is handing out crack pipes, but in reality, and I was selling. You know, that shit was all over the news. Shit was mm-hmm. all over social media. Biden, Biden's handing out fucking crack pipes. But in reality, he deadass was not. You know what I'm saying? Like, he deadass wasn't even close to giving out fucking crack pipes. But you know what's going to sell? Not giving out crack pipes or giving out crack pipes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was that was messed up. Because, like, I've never dealt with it. But I know, I've, I imagine what it must be like to deal with, like, a drug addiction. Shout out Euphoria. <laughs> Great, no, show. Dude, great show. Great show. But I imagine what it must be like. So then, like, isn't his plan like to have like something there that they can be like safely supervised, or at least have the correct equipment to do such things, so that at least they won't like transmit diseases through use syringes or through like harm themselves even more. Absolutely. And the thing is, the news doesn't give a fuck about that. What the news is going to care about is how bad can we change this story? You know, and I think the news is very like that you know you watch the news and it's just so fucking depressing like i remember mm. when i was younger my mom would just and mom and dad would 
they love to watch the news. In my head, I'm like, this is such bullshit. How the fuck can you just sit there and watch them kind of like spew bullshit, utter bullshit? I want to put on the news and I just want to like kind of hear something good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's all like that. All bad media sells where it's like, even in the sports world with Stephen A. Smith, do you think he ever says something good? Mm-hmm. You know, like he prays on the Dallas Cowboys fucking downfall. Every mm-hmm. time LeBron does like shit, he's like, oh, LeBron is ass. And mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to win another ring. And then he mm-hmm. does good. And he's like, I told you my boy LeBron is going to go out there and win another ring. But, you know, Giannis, he will never do what LeBron did. And then yeah. everyone was shitting on Giannis. And then look, Giannis is down 2-0 in the final. And Kendrick Perkins is another fucking dumbass. And he's always he's talking. Hated. He's like, Certified. he's like, res- respectfully, uh, you know, uh, Giannis ain't that good. He he Robin. He wins the fucking ring. And now he's like, he's the greatest player ever. Carry on. Now he's the greatest fucking player ever. Dude. And new bad news sells in all types of venues, you know, sports, politics, uh, social media, always is going to sell because that's just how the fuck it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude, I, it's just, and like the other day I was like just watching News 12 because it was on, I was doing my laundry, bro. And it's like everything. It's just like, yeah, man, so many, it's... it's too much sometimes, man. And like, obviously you don't want to be ignorant to what's going on around you, of course. But then at a certain point, you also have to be mindful of how much of it you're taking in. Because if you're constantly just taking in bullshit, you're you're going to fog your head. Your whole you're mind not- is going to be bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, your whole mind is going to be... You're, you know what the thing is? If you watch the news, you're going to be very one-sided. Mm-hmm. You're going to be very one-sided, very closed-minded. You know, and that's why, you know, I don't really... I don't really watch the news. I don't. Yeah. I try to stay up to date um, with news articles and um, what social media posts. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. It's just a lot of bullshit going on. And The thing is, it's like the right information is kind of inaccessible in a way. Yeah. Because it's like, if you really want like a good article, you're going to have to freaking look for it. You're going to have to work for it. Well, you know what the problem is looking for a good article? <laughs> There's too many articles and they're all, if you think about it, right? Think about a topic that has happened, right? Now you go on Google and you search up that topic. You're going to see like one of like fucking 4,000 pages that you can look through. And let's say you just click the first three. They're the same thing written differently, but they all have something different. Now, how the fuck could one story have fucking four different articles saying four different things you know and to me it's like if you don't actually like have the two stories with you of what actually happened because there's two stories there's two stories to everything that goes on and it's bullshit you know what i'm saying that's just how it is it it also depends like where you're getting your source from because at the end of the day all news anchors like every news like place they're all biased towards one thing or another yeah. it doesn't matter what you look at there's always a bias like for example the new york times i think jeff bezos purchased or was it the washington post i think he owns the washington post i know exactly what you're gonna say yeah like go ahead jeff, say it because they don't know yet dude like 
now they're like pro like oh not putting taxes on the rich like they're like actually here's why not taxing the rich benefits us mm-hmm. now they're they're all like oh pro no tax like what what's going on here dude why do you think that it, it, i think it is the washington post or new york Times. i think it's both honestly i wouldn't be surprised but it's one of them they don't ever talk about amazon bad they never talk about Amazon poorly. They never talk about Amazon, period. They never talk about anything that Jeff Bezos owns because they know this. he's our daddy, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, he owns us. You know what I'm saying? He owns us. He also has a pocket with the FBI and the uh, CIA. And, you know, like, he he's there, too. There's a, been a lot of stories that's gone on in the world's richest man. Like, yeah, I think he also has a seat in, like, the... In like the um, it um man i forgot what it's called honestly i forgot what it's called but he's 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 that that man's lifestyle is very the reason why it's hush hush is because that money is going somewhere to other very important people and very important places and seats and no one's going to talk about him you know and biased places were like washington post and new york times fox was all about trump but mm-hmm. cnn was all about biden you know what i'm saying like one newscast hated the one person the other loved the other person you know what i'm saying there was, never a there was never a middle ground no you know we're the middle ground you know what i'm saying like people yeah. like me and you are the middle ground besides that people are so fucking single-minded like Dude, i don't know media it's, it's insane like even you go on on instagram bro i'm telling you if in 20 2020 you posted something that's you posted a picture of Trump or you reposted one of his posts on Instagram, your DMs would be flooded. What is wrong with you? You re- dude, like people are scared to kind of break out of that norm. Like when something becomes like a movement, you if you're against it, you're horrible. You're a horrible person. No, oh, yeah, for real. You know, like even in even in high school, man, when before we went into the into quarantine, like we would discuss this in our in our history class, in our social studies class, dude. Everybody's like, "Yeah, I love Biden. Um, Trump is bad." Blah blah. And I, I would like, I would say, "Well, well, you know, why? You know, why? Yeah, like what? Oh, because he's like, oh, because he's a bigot, because he says things. But like, what has he done to help the United States?" And they were like, "I don't know, but I know that he's racist, and I know that he says bad things." I'm like, "Okay, so that's it." People are. People are very fucking dull-minded. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I supported what Trump said or I supported what yeah, Trump of course. did, you know? He, he's, to me, I thought he, as a as a man, he said some shit that you weren't allowed to, that you shouldn't have said. And him, my problem with Trump was that you aren't just any regular man. Mm-hmm. You are in a very, very powerful seat. Mm-hmm. And everything you say and do, there will always be consequences for your actions. And to him, it was like he would say, fuck you. And the rest in the country would say, well, fuck you to the certain place he said, fuck you to, you know, and it was just like, you can't do like he said a lot of shit where it's like, take back what's ours, these mm-hmm. animals, this and that, you know, like grab her by the pussy. And yeah, like, that, I'm that, like, bro, like, you can't say that. And even though that was years ago, yeah. same thing with Joe Rogan. It was years ago, but it came back. And I was like, for Joe Rogan in a way where it's like, 
he was saying something in someone else's words. Like he, when he was saying, when they're saying the hard ER word and he was mm-hmm. taking what someone else said and saying it and talking about it on his podcast. Mm-hmm. In that context, Trump was just talking out of his ass. Dude, you know? and like, it's the thing is like, I feel like he just, he was he wasn't ready to be a president, to be honest. Like he was just some regular dude, like who just got into office. Yeah. It was insane. Like if you put any random man in office, I feel like it would be like the same thing. Dude, I don't know if you ever saw, and probably a lot of people don't aren't gonna remember this, but I remember when Trump won and there was a picture taken of the room that Trump was in, and everybody is fucking celebrating but there is one person sitting down crouched over and literally not even a smile on his face just like this and it's trump i think and i said it too i i and i said it in 2016 when he was elected i said this motherfucker did not think he was gonna get elected dude he He came in at the right time though to say that shit Hmm. he said let me talk a lot of shit make a lot of false promises make a lot of promises that i could do and come in. I mean, he came in at a time where there was no other Republican candidate. Mm-hmm. There was no Democratic candidate except for uh, Hillary Clinton. And then that week going into election, he dropped a fucking bomb on her. He dropped the emails on her. And that shit changed the whole election. Dude, that was crazy. And I, I remember, like, I hate when people try to make things, like, like, I feel like people were also making it about like, oh, they just didn't want a female president. You know what I'm saying? Like when he got yeah. picked, dude, like, I feel like that that's going on a lot in society now. Like things are more looked at through the lens of race and gender. That's how it's been looked like for a very, for maybe the past six years now. Because of all the movements in society, and like canceled culture as well, it's like he can't say that. Like with the, the with the baby and shit, and you know certain things that you can and can't say, and you have to walk on eggshells with these fucking people. To those people, I say fuck you. You know, it's just like <laughs> honestly, I say fuck you because who the fuck you think you are to cancel me? Like if you if if you're not for, you're against. If you're not with, you you know what I'm saying it's like if I'm not for you. Then I'm just not for it, but there's a reason why. But that doesn't mean I'll ever, and for the rest of my life, always be against it. I have a very open mind. Give me the reasons and give me the stats and give me, the reason would be like putting money in my pocket. The stats will be true of why I should be like, oh, you know, let me vote for you. Let me, why should I agree with what you're saying? If not, then kick rocks and go fuck yourself. Then there's no really, there's not a point. And if, and if. And the crazy thing is that let's say you don't even pick a side. You have no opinion. Oh, then you're to the other side, you're with them. And then to the other side, you're with them. Exactly. So then you're just constantly getting barraged. It's Sometimes crazy. this society that we live in, 2020, the new generation, they're a bunch of fucking bitches. They're so soft. Everybody's so soft. Everybody thinks they need to express their opinion. Everybody thinks they're so it. And I'm like, you're not shit. Everybody thinks the world kind of revolves around them. For example, like I'm on, you know, I'm a TikTok fiend. What can I say? Absolutely. People that piss me off are like, people are like, "Um, why wasn't there a trigger warning? Why do you need a trigger warning? I'll tell you what, you know what your trigger warning is? You can get the fuck off. That's a trigger warning. (laughs) 
trigger warning, get off my page. That, like, what the fuck is a trigger warning? Like, I know people go through trauma, obviously. I understand that. But you can't expect me to know that or to cater to that. Yeah. Well, for example, like, when, for example, let's say I'm, like, making a video about, like, cutting bread, right? And I use a razor. And then a girl is like, how could you do that? You just brought me back so many memories from my people. Like, how I'm cutting fucking bread. How is that my fault? You know, like, I'm cutting bread. I'm cutting bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Oh Sorry. I... Cancel culture. Cancel him. Cancel him. Cancel him. Dude, Do you think can... you're going to cancel Joe Rogan? Multi-millionaire Joe Rogan. Best podcast on Spotify, Joe Rogan. the One of the best announcers in sports, Joe Rogan. The Man. voice of the UFC, Joe Rogan. The comedian, Joe Rogan. The man that everybody wants on their podcast, Joe Rogan. The guy from Fear Factor. The guy from fucking Fear Factor, Joe Rogan. The 25-year-old who won the fucking United States uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like... Uh, fighting competition joe rogan you know what i'm saying you know what you should do you should just shut the fuck up mm-hmm. he's not getting canceled and people are like oh he's gonna get canceled he's gonna get canceled. i'm like bro bro he's not and everyone who has crossed his path they kind of said the same shit great guy doesn't come off as racist there's a fight this saturday in ufc the main card was uh, his name was Israel Adesanya, and he he's in, he's he's a black male, and he oh, yeah, he, he he's like I'm I'm with Joe Rogan. He's like fuck what people have to think, you know. Mm-hmm. They pulled Joe. They actually pulled him from the cast. No from, way. Uh, yeah, they he wasn't there. He was supposed to be there, and they pulled him at the last second because people got butt hurt. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Joe Rogan took something from someone else's words and put it on his podcast because he's an entertainer. He's a comedian. He's a podcaster and briefly apologized and explained everything he said. But still, fuck him. He but says the N-word, fuck bro. Him. Dude, he said he committed the most heinous crime. He said the N-word. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying he did a good thing by saying it. You know, no. you can never you can never say it. But he yeah. sat there and blatantly said, I was wrong for what I said. He apologized. Now, I'm not saying that the world should just turn over right now and forgive him. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is this man is an entertainer. He's a comedian. He's a podcaster. So he's going to sell what he needs to sell so people can listen. And he was taking words that other people were saying. And he explained that. A certain quote that some person said. Um, he talked about... Um, um, a director, I forgot his name, but he's directed um Pulp Fiction, he directed Django. Oh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. I forgot Quentin Tarantino's name for a second. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But um he expressed how Quentin Tarantino uses that word a lot. Mm-hmm. And he was just using it in context. And people took it out of context, literally clipped him mm-hmm. every time he said it and made it a video. And it's like <sighs> you know, it's wrong for what he said. It is wrong. 
I'm not gonna lie. When I was watching Pulp Fiction and they, they threw they threw the N word in there. <laughs> I was, I was like, wow. Yeah. Did you ever see Django? Yeah. They just throw that word out here and there. Leonardo DiCaprio had to say it. Samuel L. Jackson had to say it. Um, I forgot his name, and it's a very long name, and I don't want to mess it up. They got the bounty hunter. The white bounty hunter who was with Jamie Foxx the whole movie. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't want to say his name. It's like Hans something. I could, I could be very wrong. Um, he had to say it a lot, you know. <laughs> Even Quentin Tarantino was in the movie and he said it. Dude, but that's what I'm talking Like, so, so can he say it? <laughs> no, he can't. You can say it in a movie. You can't say it in someone else's context of stating something from a movie. But he, but I'm, but he still said it, you know. Yeah, but it's, cool. it's like that, dude. It that's why I hate that word so much. It's because there's just so many like rules and regulations around a word. That, he that said that just, too. He said that the N word can be used in 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 the black culture. It can be used as a sign of in, in a good gesture and a greeting. Mm-hmm. But if a white man were to say it, then it's totally mm-hmm. bad. It's the, it's aggressive. It's demeaning. But it's like telling. That's the thing. It's like you're playing this game of like who can say it, who can't, under what circumstances. Yeah, that's a tough game to play. And I don't think I don't think we should play that game. Oh no, we're not gonna play that game. I just don't say it. Mm-hmm. Can't say it. Mm-hmm. Cause even though I'm Hispanic, yeah. I'm not gonna get canceled. Gotcha. You can look through my episodes. I've never said it. Dude, I. The thing is, it's like I know somebody um in high school, they like asked me, like, oh well, you can't say it, you're not black. Right? But I'm I'm Dominican. And listen, I know people well, Dominican is not black, but I have Afro-Latino cultures. Yeah. And the thing that people seem to forget is in the cross-Atlantic slave trade, the Dominican Republic was part of it. So there were slaves in the Dominican Republic. That means there's African-American culture in the Dominican Republic. Now, I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out there. And I'm going to say the N word. But for you to yeah. tell me, like. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. You know, I don't know. It's just that that just brought me back to that like little moment in high school, because I feel like there's a lot of people who have this sort of entitlement to tell you what you can and cannot do, despite not being of that same group. Yeah. It's I don't know where people get this entitlement shit from. What the mm-hmm. fuck are you entitled to? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be entitled to something, but I'm not. So what the fuck are you entitled to? Mm-hmm. They wake up one Why day. Why does your opinion they're... matter so much? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my opinion may mean shit to people. It may not. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of spitting some truth here. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck? What are you entitled to? Yeah. Why do you think you're entitled? And that's the problem with this culture today. We, we a bunch of bitches. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so entitled. Everyone's so soft. You can't say this. You can't say that. If you say it, you're gonna get canceled. That's that's everyone's. Oh, everybody loves to say you you're gonna get canceled. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Dude, cancel up your dude. fucking ass. <laughs> cancel yourself, bro. Yeah, cancel yourself and shut the fuck up, dude. I <clears throat> I um. I'm not saying that like the times were good, man, but like, like the 2010s, right? Were like the final moment. Like, dude, 
when there was no such thing as cancel culture dude when there was no filter and it was like i don't know why i feel like it's the fact sometimes that you can't say something that just makes you want to say it more absolutely you know know it's going to get under somebody's skin well it's a scientific theory that the brain is always going to tell you something when someone says the opposite. So when I say don't think of an elephant, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're going to be like... Yeah, yeah an elephant is on your mind. You know what I'm saying? So when you tell someone don't do it, oh, they're mm. going to do it. Dude, they're going to fucking do it. I just went over that in my um exercise um science class the other day. And we're, like, we were talking about like how to treat patients with have pain. We tell them like, oh, just don't think about it. They're going to think about they're it. They're going to think about it. They're going to freak out. How can you out? not think about it now? You just brought it up. Mm-hmm. People, people probably hate having conversations with me, especially about relationships, mm-hmm. because I never give my opinion. I ask very, very certain and easy questions. Mm-hmm. I just ask, like, so how do you feel about it? Are you happy? If you're not happy, then why are you still in this relationship? Or it's like, I never tell somebody what to do and what not to do. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my breath telling somebody what to do, and then they don't do it. I'm not yeah. going to waste my breath saying, don't do it, and they do it. You know, I talk to you, and I'm going to kind of tell you, like, what I think. I'm not going to tell you to do it. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. It's up to you. You put sure. yourself in this predicament. Nothing, nothing that pisses me off more than when you, like, take time out of your day to give someone advice, and they just kind of like, okay, thanks, and they just blow you off. No, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like that where it's like when people tell me what to do, oh, I do the exact opposite. I don't like when people tell me what to, I'm like, don't don't waste your I'm like, don't buddy, don't wait, don't waste your breath talking to me. Cause but the thing, the thing is, did you ask for it? Sometimes no. So that's the thing. I don't ask for it and then they tell me what to do. I'm like, you know what? Now I'm gonna do the exact fucking opposite. Dude, the one thing that's helped me so much is just if I didn't ask you. Why do I care? Like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Going back to my job, every day I will, you know, I always, you know, I always rock my hair like this. Like I always just rock it like an afro. Yeah. Just out. Dude, every day. That's your like, look. Chris, why don't you cut your hair? Chris, why don't you get braids? Dude, did I ask you how to make myself look better? Did I, yeah. do I care? Why? Like, shut up. Dude, no, seriously. People, people just feel so entitled sometimes to just like, like tell you what to do. Like, stop. What I want to know is when the fuck did people sit there and like wake up one day and be like, I'm going to express my opinion because I can. Mm-hmm. That's what I wonder. If I was your job and someone told me to break their head, I'd be like, break your, your pubes here, motherfucker. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> fuck out Bro, of here. It's like, but that's helped me out so much. Like even when people like criticize me, like, yeah, but I didn't ask you. Like, I post my squat PR, and you tell me, well, you didn't go below parallel, but I didn't ask you. I'm like, well, you didn't fucking touch these nuts. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I have a workout page, and someone was like, all right, now do some real sets. I was like, all right, now come over here and kiss the tip of my dick now. <laughs> well, some squats on my dick, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to squat? How about you fucking squat right over my face? Oh. The other way around. <laughs> other way around. Other way around. I would have mind that with you, though. I, I, would have mind, I was about to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, oh, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> but now, 
that's uh, another thing I started doing, like, you know, copying you, you know, because that's, you know, I got to copy you. I started my own fitness page, you know, the creatine commander. I was about to ask you, because we were going to get, don't worry, we were going to get into it, but, you know, we'll get into it right now. You got the TikTok creatine, Chris, right? Yeah. You got the Instagram creatine, Chris, right? Is it creatine.chris underscore, right? Uh, I think so. Let me see. Oh, no, no. My Instagram is a little crisp. Just that. A little crisp. That's yeah. your main, though. That's your main. Yeah. Channel. Yeah. My my fitness one is creatine underscore commander. Creatine underscore, underscore commander. I love it. I had to shout it out right away. Dude, I. How's that I, going for you? It's good. You know, it's like I like it because I just started this page as sort of like an outlet because sometimes when I posted my workout stuff on my main page, I just felt kind of annoying. You know, I just feel like, oh, like nobody, nobody, like, you know, like if I wasn't me and I saw myself posting my bench PRs, I was like, who's, who's this kid? Why do I care? But now I made this page dedicated and whoever wants to see it can see it. But now if you come to my page and you start talking shit, that's on you. Yeah, keep it going. I didn't ask you to follow my page. So this is like an outlet where I can post my stuff, be cringe, say what I want, and kind of have that freedom. And it's, oh, yeah. it's been going well. I know one of my videos has did good. And then I'm trying to, you know, start posting more and stuff. And take off from there. And I want to like, I want to grow a platform, but it's just hard, man. Yeah, man, it is hard. Absolutely. I don't even have a hundred followers yet. It's hard. Yeah. It's like, like, like without, without the connections or even without like the prior fan base or without the prior just amount of people. Yeah. Just starting off raw. Crazy. But I mean, I I feel like at some point you just take off, you know? Yeah. You know, eventually. that, That one post. It does. Just one takes off, and then you're mm-hmm. good. You're good. <sighs> I pray every day I get that that just one podcast video or Thursday reel that it takes off. You know, dude. And I'm not, dude. It's it's listen, listen, man. As your friend and as your fan, fan <laughs> as your fan, it's gonna happen, bro. Because I'm telling you, your dedication. Just the amount of hard work you put into this, bro, is insane. There's no, like, I'm telling you, what, what which episode is this? 20? This is going to be episode 29. 20, look at that. 29 episodes, man. Yeah, man. Dude, you're, you're telling me back back then, episode one, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go all the way to 29. I didn't think so. Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't really see myself doing it at first because I, the quality sounded bad. I was everywhere. I didn't really have the touch yet. No. I'm not saying I have the touch now. But, you know, like, you're working on it. Dude, I'm exactly. telling you. Exactly. By episode, you're going to have this one. Like, at episode, like, 70, you're going to be looking back at this episode. You're going to be like, why was I talking like that? Why did yeah. I say it? Why was I using this mic? And then on episode 100, you're going to look at episode 70. But the point is that you are evolving, bro. You're yeah, working. Man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I really do thank you for that. I really man, do thank listen, you. I'm big on gratitude and I'm big on showing people appreciation. 
because I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of depressing things out here. There's a lot of people trying to bring people down. And I'm just trying to do my part. Like, listen, even if it's just me complimenting your podcast, that has a lasting impact on you. It does. It's like, and that's what I believe in, in just helping people. Like, even at bringing it back to work, like, I love working and talking to people because I can just tell them, hey, have a beautiful day. Maybe they won't think twice about it, but just me knowing that I'm putting a little bit of positive energy into people's life it helps me deal with my life, day-to-day life. And I know it helps you too, because I know you're big on positivity as well. Absolutely. I, um, to me, positivity is everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I said this before where it's, um, when it comes to being sad and when it comes to being angry, I only allow myself and it's, it's, it's actually true where it's, you're only truly upset, sad, and angry for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Everything after 20 minutes is on you. Now you're self-inflicting. Mm-hmm. And I can get upset. I can get very angry. I can get um, very sad. And for those 20 minutes, I really live in those 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I really feel every second in those 20 minutes. But once that 20 minutes is up, you know, it, it hits me where it's like, all right, this happened. It's not going to affect me forever. People go through worse in their life. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to move on. Yeah. And yeah. my life is just positive, you know, and I always... There is a video of Robin Williams. He said, I don't know how long I have on this world. But what I do know is if I made somebody ha- if I made somebody happy, then I know I've done my job and I would be okay with that. And I don't know how long I'm gonna live for. I don't. I do know is I've set a long lasting joy and happiness in a lot of people. And knowing that I'm okay for when my time comes because I don't hate nobody. I don't ever get angry at anybody. I don't get upset at anything anymore because life is too short to do that. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I am incapable of hate. Like I might joke mm-hmm. around with say like, I hate this person, but dude, listen, in my heart, there is no place for hate. Like you might have done me wrong, but I just, I'm a forgiving person, man. I'll forgive you because, but I won't forget, obviously. But like, uh-huh. there's just something so big in forgiveness because I read this poem. I know I'm getting all ulterior. I read this poem. <laughs> and it's like, once you carry that hate inside of you for so long, it starts like festering inside of you and it starts messing with you in the way yeah. you look at life. So you carry all this bad energy with you. And now you're just a horrible person all the time. But when yeah. you learn to forgive, you're like, okay, this happened, it's done, I carry on. But if you're constantly thinking about the things people have done to you, things people have said to you, it's going to constantly keep replaying. It's going to constantly keep you down. And it's just not the way to live. It's not the way to live. You know, being, living unhappy, living sad, living angry, living with hate, to me, it's a waste of time. Living single-minded, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, living uneducated. It's just ways where it's just like you just 
wasted your life. You wasted time. You wasted days, hours, weeks, months, years hating something, being angry at something, being mad at something, being sad about something. When it's just like, life is so good. Think about it. You can be whatever you want in this world. You really can. When I was 10 years old, I didn't think I would be doing a podcast. When I was 15, I didn't think I would be doing a podcast. When I was 20, I didn't think I'd be doing a podcast. Dude. You know? I feel like for me, it's like bringing it back to the first time we like our first podcast together. It's like just appreciating the small things, bro. Yeah. There's nothing that makes me happier than just being able to lay in my bed. Yeah. Because it's my bed. It's my room. It's my own. Like, like I'm not here looking for like, oh, I need a car. I need the new, like, dude, I just want to lay down. And I just yeah. want a chill time. That's happiness. Dude, and that's also, I guess it was the way I was raised, you know, being raised poor. But I'm a person also who doesn't really value materialistic things that much. Like, dude, I'm telling you, the most I'll do, the most I spend on shoes a year is like 20 bucks. It's, I get two pair of shoes from Walmart for 10 bucks. And they become my work shoes and my everyday shoes. Because I just don't see a purpose in carrying around Nike shoes, Jordans, they look nice. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm gonna ruin them and I'm gonna be wasting my money. Yeah, no, absolutely. Dude, I mean, not a day goes by where I don't want a pair of dunks though, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Not a day goes by where you want a nice pair of uh, Iron Paradise sneakers. You know, drop a, a band on them, you know. <laughs> I understand that. I used to be very materialistic in high school because that's just how it was. Dude, that and, no, dude, I'm the, the same way. Cause I feel like that's just the culture in high school. Cause you that is the culture. You want to flex, you want to fit in. And then it got to a point where I was like, I'm wasting my money. And dude, like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, you know what I don't understand? Why the fuck would I spend $800 on a pair of jeans? Mm-hmm. You know what I can do with $800? I can go to California. Dude, dudes like that are insane like dudes that are rocking dude are rocking like v-loan supreme dude i I'm think v-loan is such a waste of a design dude people i saw this kid like off-white um satchel i don't know what those like bags are called yeah supreme everything bro with the belt bro he gets on the bus you're gonna get a ride yo <laughs> for real <laughs> you're telling me your whole fit almost five thousand dollars in and you can't pay two seventy five for a bus fare. I fucking robbed his ass. <laughs> dude, oh my god, dude! It, it that just pisses me off because like it tells me where your priorities are. Priorities aren't looking good. You know what I'm saying? You want to look good, hit the gym, save up your money. You want to look good, go on vacation, save up dude, your money. I you know, like people are. It's I feel also like hitting the gym. Oh, go, ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Thank you, King. Welcome, I feel like hitting the gym should become more mainstream and it's starting to, but yeah. I feel like what the pandemic should have shown us is like that health is very essential. Like our body health is very essential. Yeah. How active we are, how to take care of ourselves. Because again, once you look at the data and the people mostly affected by it, 
you see a trend. And I just feel like instead of like all the boosters on boosters on boosters, it should be like, why don't we gym, start gym, exercising gym. and promoting exactly. and promoting our mental health, promoting our physical health? I, I had this conversation yesterday while I was on my way back to school on the train with one of my friends. And he was just kind of asking me, like, what do you do to work out? Like, why do you work out? And he asked me, like, why do you work out? And I said, you know, there's people in the gym that they work out because they want to post on TikTok. Those uh, my demons are getting to me mm-hmm. and this, this and that. You don't got no demons, buddy. Yes. Cut the shit. I, I hate people like that. <laughs> I go in the gym because I want to look a certain way, not for anybody but myself. Mm-hmm. And I said that I used to be fat and I lost a lot of weight and it was because of the gym. And I got my physique to look a certain way because of the gym. And I said that there's certain things you have to do to really truly love yourself. Like you really fall in love with yourself when you do these things. And I said, one of them was go to the gym. I said, I'd go to the gym four to six days a week. Um, and I would just work out. And I always saw myself in the mirror of how I wanted to look. Mm-hmm. And you know, I said the first month, first two months, they're hard because you don't see any result. But once you crack that wall, break through that wall of yeah, no bro. results, those results really start to come in. Your physique starts to get better. You feel yourself getting stronger. You feel yourself getting healthier. Then I said, you want to know what you do next? After you take care of yourself in the gym, take care of your body, the way you smell and the way you look. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I always I'm very I'm 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 a germaphobe and I'm very OCD as well. So it's like I have three different types of soap: one for my face, one for my beard, and one for my hair. And then I have shampoo for my hair. So I'm using four different products. Um, but I started to do that. I started to take care of my body. Started to go to the gym, and I really you really start to love yourself. And I very and I started doing this in a time where in my own I was living in my own head with very bad thoughts and I was very down started taking care of my body started taking care of the way my hygiene and I started to fall in love with myself that's big like and that's like taking care of yourself is big it's like, huge that helped me a lot because I, I was someone bro I just you got I got out of bed like in high school get out of bed brush my teeth just go to school but like now before I go to like my classes I'll make sure like I lotion up. I make sure I smell good. I make sure I look good. You know, because that shit matters at the end. It does matter. But but the thing is, to me, it doesn't matter to anyone else. It matters to myself. Mm -hmm. I take a shower before I go to the gym. Because I'm like, I I shower. And my mom asked me, she's like, why do you shower and lotion up to get dirty? I'm like, ma, I'm raw steel and sex appeal. You think this just wakes up by itself? I gotta look like this. And it's like, in your head, it's like, it may be like toxic to some people, but to myself, it's like, I feel good. I smell good. I look good. I'm going to perform good in the gym. Like I love myself. And those are just things that I do and how I live by, you know, Plus, I love it. You don't want to be that fucking guy in the gym that you just kind of walk around him and it's just hot. Yeah. Or even yeah. outside. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to, you don't, you don't want to be like the dinkleberry that smells. You know what I'm Dude, saying? I don't, I don't understand how people go out like that. 
like as soon as I start smelling myself, like even like if I like catch a whiff of like my, my armpit, and I'm like I'm 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 freaking out. Yeah, I gotta go get my deodorant in my bag, and I I gotta kill it ASAP. To me walking around, smell it. You don't smell it. Oh, they smell it. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, they smell like, it. Have some respect for me. <laughs> nah, for real. And like, my favorite compliment. Besides, like when I was working out, I was like, "Oh, you got bigger." Yeah. My favorite compliment is like, "Oh, you smell good," and I've gotten that a lot. I'm like, "Thanks." I'm like, I really appreciate that. You know, I'm like I'm really, it's really paying off. It's really paying <laughs> off. Me lotioning up my body now is. Uh... I'm like, you know, I've been using some lotion on myself, and uh, <laughs> great fragrances. And all these fra- <laughs> all these fragrances of music. <laughs> Hey, fuck around and get that Old Spice sponsorship. I I use Old Spice. I use two different deodorants. Yeah? Yeah, I use two different deodorants. Four different colognes. Two different lotions. So, wait a minute. Okay. So, I know colognes. Colognes are for different occasions, right? Yeah. That I know. Yeah. But now, why why two deodorants? That I'm curious about. Well, that's for my shirts. Like I said, I'm OCD. I'm not. Oh. I'm wearing a white tank top right now. I'm not gonna put on blue deodorant. Gotcha. If I wear black shirts, I'm gonna wear my darker deodorant. If I wear white shirts, I'm wearing my white deodorant. Bro, you just put me on some game, bro. Yeah. You just put me, bro, because I'm tired of the the, the white, white chains, right? Oh my god! You can't see dark blue with black. Yeah. You can't see white with white. Yeah. What you can see is white with black, and you can't see blue with white. Break the yeah. system. And I use women's deodorant. I use Dove. I white name like white label categorizes it's just it's still deodorant at the end of yeah. the day and it smells better it lasts Dude, longer i lost my deodorant and then i started using my mom's bro it's like it, it felt so nice because it's so silky and smooth and it smells so nice it feels great mm-hmm. you know um i use a different i use a different wash for my face in the shower and i use a different lotion for my face after the shower yeah um, I had two different lotions for my skin. Then I have a spray for my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then depending on the day, I can either smell like raw steel and sex appeal. Dude. Or did I you can, come up uh, with that? Raw steel and sex appeal? Yeah. I'm gonna say yes so people dude, can believe me. Dude, you should just coin that. That bro, when you first said it, dude, I was like, that was smooth. Yeah, man. Gonna be lean cuisine or bulk like the Hulk. Hey, that's another one right there. Hey, listen, dude. Once, hey, that's merch idea right there. That's it merch is right there. Yeah, man. You know it's hard to walk out and you know be uh be a raw steel and sex appeal. Yeah, yeah. It's hard being me. You know, if I saw like you know there's a, a couple of ones I got. You know, like if I saw me, I'd really hate me too. Yeah. You shitting me? You shitting yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit me, shit yourself. yourself. Um, <laughs> but I must be a burka. I really be shitting on people. Okay. Just dropping like straight bangers. You know, this is all gonna be back merch to one day. To it's all gonna be merch. That I mean, hey, that's dude. What? That's the point of making a big rest of you. You can just sell out as fast as possible. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Get a bunch of people to buy my stuff. Yeah, you know, make it workout clothes too. 
who, who cares? Who cares about long-lasting impacts on people and helping people? No, it's all about making money. Oh, it's all about being in and out. Come on. Come on. You know the joke. Come on, man. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I'm only here for... I'm only, well, I'm only trying to do this for like two years. That's it. Come on. Dude, hurry hurry the fuck up and make me famous already. Dude, my first first mill, first mill, and I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to touch gold and uh, walk right out. Look <laughs> like the guy from uh, Frost, from uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and just walk out. Just go, all right, I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nah, man. These these are always a blast, bro. They really are always a blast. You know, like, we, I just sit here and talk to you, man. I could do this for hours on end. I really can. Like, there's no script. There's not, it's just raw. There's raw energy yeah. right here. You know, last time you we were on, we kind of were like, oh, like, what do you want to talk about? Today, we just, I, I just said, let's do it. Let's just, let's just get on. Yeah, man. Oh, so, no, it, it is always really good having you on because you're more than a TikToker to me. You're a really good friend of mine. So it's like, we just dude, talk. Dude, the crazy thing is how we became friends, bro. Like, like that is always in the gym about it, bro. Like, I just met you. I remember I was asking you, like, I asked you were squatting. And my first interaction with you is you were squatting and you were wearing your high school shirt that I said looked cool as hell. With like the patterns and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, you're you're Alex, right? You used to go to RKA. And I was like, yeah, you're you're uh, you're Chris with the fat ass butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I really that ass took off from right there because I was like, yeah, you know, like you went to RKA, you went to RKA, and RKA is like the uh, high school in our hometown. And he was like, yeah, and then that's, we started talking. High school, bro. That's the high school. <laughs> you know, we started talking and um, then we started, uh, you know, I asked him on a few dates. And yeah, each other, Olive Garden, Unlimited Breadsticks. Yeah, we went to Unlimited Breadsticks and I uh, I, uh, I tasted his breadstick. And, you know, we after right. that, we became very good friends. Dude, it was crazy. Like, and I'm, and I'm glad. I'm definitely glad I met you, bro. You, Me too, bro. man. You're a great friend. You're a great guy. Dude, it's like you're me. I, I feel like meeting you was like life changing in a way, bro, because like it's like I'm meeting someone that's kind of like like me. So I'm not, I don't feel like I'm like a weird, not like a weirdo, but like you're not by actually, yourself anymore. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, because it's like I don't like I feel like I could only have like these type of conversations with like a handful of people. Like if I try to talk to people about like what, everything we just discussed in this podcast, they would just look at me and be like, the fuck are you talking about? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. And I'd be like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to talk about this. I, I kind of just want to talk about the basketball game. Yeah. And you're one of very few people who like kind of understand my platform where it's like mm-hmm. non cancer culture, straight comedy, improvise, good time conversations. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, like, it's always a pleasure having you on. It really is it's your it, it's just it's your charisma like i'm i'm coming out like bouncing off of your charisma because you're thanks, like man yeah thanks I, like, I know i know i may cut you off sometimes but having you on is the best oh man thank you man yeah I, uh, I love you i love you too man i think it's time i actually we cut to the chase and i jumped through the screen <laughs> oh my god the, the take on me music video <laughs> well Chris, it's always a very, 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 very good pleasure in having you on Trash Talk. And uh, Trash Talk loves you. 
we love you. I love you, man. You're a very good friend of mine. Again, it's always a blast having you on, man, for real. Hey, man, thanks. I'm telling you, bro, every day. It's an honor and a privilege to be here, man. It's it's like I'm being part of something big. I know, I just, I know it. Like, I feel like I'm part of something big. Like, I'm going to look back at this and I was like, I'm going to be like, what, with two kids a couple of years from now. Yo, I used to be on that man's podcast, bro. <laughs> You'll still be on it then. Don't worry. Hey, man. I don't know. Thank co-host, you. co-host. Nah, nah. Just might have to. It just might have to happen. Just might have to happen, man. I also want to say um, from the first episode we had to this episode, you really matured over the mic. Oh, and really? You can see it. Yeah, you can really see it. You, some people have it. Some people don't. You really have it now. You have it now, man. And I wouldn't mind when I come back home because, of course, I'm at my university. Mm-hmm. I can use a co-host. Hey, man, it, if I have the time, if you have the time, I'm down. Let's do it, man. Well, that would be in the works for sure. Absolutely. Hey, man, maybe we could film a reel of us um, fighting in the mud. Just our underwear on, see-through underwear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Oh, my God. Again, Chris, thank you. You can go follow him on Instagram at lil.crisp underscore. Am I correct? You can also find him on TikTok at creatine, Chris. And you can also find him on Instagram with the best fitness page on Instagram, creatine commander. Chris Pena, everybody, the best around, best TikToker, in my opinion, now has the best platform and working out. Go follow him. Go tune in. He's the best. You're a very good guy, very good friend of mine. If you want to hear more Trash Talk, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Trash Talk Official. You can hear more of my rambling and rants on Twitter. I love going off on everybody. Last time I went off was about the education system and those damn lizards of them. And uh, we love you guys. Hope you guys love Trash Talk Tuesday. Hope you guys love Trash Talk Thursday. Chris Payne, everybody. Trash Talk. Peace out.